All right. What is up? We're live. What is going on? 47th installment of the Unplugged Alpha podcast series. How to optimize your testosterone is the topic of tonight's show. We'll be taking the call-ins halfway through. So if you have a question, make sure you stand by for that part. You can also drop it in the chat. Um, just a heads up, I'm running this podcast now on two YouTube channels because this is now going to live on its own YouTube channel going forward. So uh, with that being said, the first show got us just over 2,000 subscribers. Head over to the new channel. It's up here. All right. So that's the new channel. Let's see if we can get that up to about 5,000 with this week's uh, show. Um, it'll be a good one. I've, I've talked about this a few times over the years, and some of this will be uh, somewhat familiar. A lot of it's going to be new, though. So there's some, there's some developments that have happened when it comes to optimizing testosterone. Um, all right. So we got that link out of the way. That's also, by the way, that new YouTube channel, the Unplugged Alpha, the one I just dropped in live chat. That's where I'm going to um, end up doing the uh, Q&A drop. So the link for that. Um, let's see here. Let's throw my overlay up. And yeah, uh, that's good. All right. So let's get started. Um, here's what we'll do. So let's start with Natty. I got a few notes over here. Let's start with natural. So actually, let's take a few steps back. Why is testosterone important? Well, it's probably the most important male hormone that you want to optimize. And if you haven't got it optimized, you're going to know. You're going to be fat, sick, unhealthy, probably infertile. You're going to have ED issues, um, part probably cardiovascular health issues. So, I mean... It's no joke, guys. Um, you're going to want to take this seriously because most people don't, if I'm being honest. And it's really, really easy to stand out from the crowd. Like most people are sleepwalking through life. They're, they're, they've surrounded themselves by turkeys. And it's real, real easy to soar like an eagle in today's world if you, if you just do some basic things. Okay. Uh, a lot of them I've talked about in prior podcasts on this series. And I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, the information develops and changes over time, but guys, again, if you get it wrong, it's, it's, it's a serious problem. So, uh, Andrew Huberman defined what testosterone means as a hormone to men, I think the best. And he said that it makes effort feel good. Okay. Um, a lot of people point and sputter in today's world. They blame everybody else for their results. There's an entitled mentality. Um, you know, accept me for who I am, blah, 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 all that stuff. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. One of the problems that we're dealing with today is testosterone levels in men is at the lowest point it's ever been throughout history. Um, but I'm, well, you can't say that for certain throughout history because we don't have blood labs from a thousand years ago, but we know as far back as I've been tracking it, that testosterone levels have dropped dramatically. Um, there was mention actually, I think in Dr. Anthony Jay's book, it's called Estrogeneration, that um, they were able to determine that because of the bone structure and the jawline of um, skeletons, male skeletons, especially from certain regions in the world, 
they were able to determine that testosterone levels were in fact higher um, back in those days as well too, because the higher your T levels, two things end up happening. I think that it's the um, third finger that ends up growing longer than your index. It's one and two. Your jawline becomes more pronounced. It, it gets more squared off. So um, yeah, the evidence is there. Anyway, so here's how you optimize it. Um, a lot of people are going to go on. You're going to see in the comments already. I bet it's already going to TRT um, somewhere. Somebody's, yeah. Uh, NC's in the uh, chat. He's actually a, a natural bodybuilder. Uh, that's that's what you can look like at 40 um, if you live the right life, you know, if I'm being honest with you. You can, you can do a lot with testosterone. <laughs> um, it's... It's something that you want to get familiar with. I'm not even joking, right? Like most guys get this wrong. Most guys in their youth, when they're nat natural, get it young. Most guys, even if they go on therapeutic dosages of testosterone, doctor prescribed and supervised, also tend to get it pretty wrong. So again, this is an important one. Um, so as far as, as a natural, I'm going to tell you this straight up, comparing your body's own endogenous production that your testes make versus what you can inject in your body or apply as a cream or get as a pellet or a sublingual thing you put under your tongue. Exogenous. So we have endogenous, meaning you're, it's produced by your nutsack versus something that you inject in your body or take a pill or you introduce to your body's exogenous. Natural testosterone is far superior. Hands down. There's no fucking question about it. Um, I can tell you for a fact that I was stronger when I was 25 than what I am right now. And my testosterone levels, I have no idea what they were at 25 because I was too stupid to take labs at that time. But I know I was way stronger and I probably arguably had a better build because when you take therapeutic testosterone, you're going to end up uh, with a little bit of water retention and you're going to have a conversion to estrogen if you don't manage it properly, which again is, is part of the water retention uh, part or part of that component as well. So hands down, before you go rushing out there going, I got to go find a doctor and get TRT, straight up guys, you can be natural pr pretty much for your entire life. You know, if you, if you really want to, if you, if your body can produce it and you're happy with the levels and you feel like you're operating in an optimized way. Um, P.D. Mangan, I did a podcast on my Playing the Wind series. I think he's 67. He's on Twitter. His lingo is Sun Steak Steel. Actually, let me see. I know some of you guys probably know. Let me see if I can find the picture that was posted the other day because um, it's something that deserves a hat tip. Yeah, here it is. Let me throw it up on the screen. Share screen. This guy's a dude. All right. He is 67. So in this picture, it says uh, Bill Gates is 66 years old. And this is this is the guy telling you to eat bugs and, and you know, vegan meat. And dude looks like he's like seven months pregnant. Petey Mangan is 67, so a year older. And he re and he preaches sun steel steak. This is this dude over here. I've had him on an interview on on the playing the wind. Um, it's worth checking out if that's something that you're interested in. But Petey's natural, right? Uh, he's not big. I can't remember what his height and weight was, but it's not it's not impressive. And when I had him on the interview, he doesn't look like he's jacked in that picture, but he's fit and he's healthy. And you can tell he's very happy with the way that he lives his life. So my advice is is don't rush out and try to get therapeutic you know, testosterone. Try to optimize yourself. Your 
the the production that you're going to get from your nutsack is going to be far superior than what any pharmaceutical company is ever going to put in a vial. It doesn't matter how they engineer it. It doesn't fucking matter. It, it was not made in your own body. So your own production is by far the best thing that to, to optimize in my view. Some people might argue that. I'm going to talk about, you know, exogenous tea as well because I'm on it and I've been on it for five years now. So I have a lot of experience there too. But um, optimize what your nutsack makes first and foremost. Try to be as natural as long as you can. And don't, like, don't fuck around. Like, don't be a lazy fat bastard that sits around smoking weed, eating food all day long and like doing nothing with yourself and you end up fat and out of shape with like man boobs. Um, deal with this from a younger age. The sooner that you can get this in check, the easier it's going to be for you to live a longer, healthier life, optimized in such a way where you just feel good, right? I mean, I got a little bit of a tan going on today. Like I spend my time the way that I want to spend it. I make money most of the time I'm not even working. And it gives me the opportunity to hop on my bike and be like, fuck it, I'm going to go get a nice coffee and go for a nice bike ride and get some sunshine, some free vitamin D. And, you know, that's how I like to use my time. Um, You're going to have freedom for it. But younger is when you want to optimize this. And there's three main areas that you want to cover. The first is sleep. The second is exercise. And the third is nutrition. So let's start with sleep. If you're not getting like, if you're younger, if you're in your 20s, I would recommend sleeping as long as you possibly can. If you can sleep 10 hours every day, I would make sure that I would get 10 hours sleep. The problem is, is that when you're younger, you spend way too much time doing stupid shit, robbing your body of sleep and rest. And, and sleep is when like you go back a thousand years, they didn't have distractions like video games and Tinder and motorcycle racing at you know two o'clock in the morning. You know, there was just none of that stuff. It was, it got dark out. You felt tired because you're fucking chasing saber tooth tigers all, all day and skinning shit. It got dark and you went to sleep and then you would wake up when the sun rose and you follow that circadian rhythm, right? So you can't underestimate the value of sleep. And most of you guys today are sleep deprived. And I'll tell you something, sleep is a lot harder to fix when you get older. You try going through stress through work, through a divorce, through everything that life throws your way in your late 30s, early 40s, you know, for some guys. And then your sleep starts to get disturbed and you're lucky to get four to five hours sleep. And that, you know, eight or nine that you got when you were 20 looks pretty fucking sweet, right? So I'm going to tell you right now, do not underestimate the value of a good night's sleep, a good solid night's sleep. If you guys want to track your sleep, I have this ring, it's called an aura ring. Uh, it's this black one here. Let me see if I can get off. My damn knuckles gotten. I can't get it off. By the end of the day, I need soap. But it's got three sensors. It's O U R A, and it's. I think it's about a three hundred dollar purchase, something like that. It's it's either two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I can't remember. The latest generation um, is on sale right now, and it has the best of the bullshit sleep trackers. Most sleep trackers suck balls. Okay. This is the best of the ones that suck balls, basically. So it's not perfect, but it gives you a lot of data on how much sleep you're getting, whether it's REM sleep, if it's light sleep, if it's deep restorative sleep. Uh, it tracks your heartbeat while you're asleep. It tracks uh, this one here as a blood oxygen monitor, but they haven't activated it yet. One of the reasons why I got this was because I wanted the blood oxygen monitoring while I was asleep. 
you're going to have to wait until they do the software update, but the hardware is, is built into it, but it gives you enough sleep data right now where it helps you manage that. If you know what I'm saying. So instead of spending three or 400 bucks or whatever it is that, you know, you're spending on dumb shit right now, take it and get yourself an aura ring and start tracking your sleep and make sure that, and it just doesn't track, track, track your sleep, by the way. It also gives you a uh, readiness score, which will give you a good idea of days that you need to like rest more and, and days where you can be more productive. Um, it gives you a lot of other data that's useful as far as health as well. But I bought it mostly because of the sleep tracking capability and, and the shit that I've been putting up with sleep. So back to the young man's uh, life, sleep. I can't emphasize that enough. Um, it's when your body fixes itself. It's when your muscles repair. It's when you release growth hormone. Sleep is super important. You're probably not getting enough. I can tell you right now. Next component when it comes to optimizing testosterone and sleep is probably, I'm going to say out of the three with sleep, exercise and nutrition is probably the most important. And it's the easiest one to get, um, is going to be exercise. You need to pick up heavy shit and put it down it, again. You know, our bodies were designed to hike, 9 15 miles a day i don't know fuck it was you know chasing again saber tooth tigers you know monitoring our harem of women and our children make sure they were safe so nobody was getting eaten and shit like that like you were busy doing physical stuff again you weren't you know playing video games all night or you know swiping on tinder or whatever you were doing real fucking man shit so being like one of the reasons why i got a standing desk because i got tired of sitting my ass down i'll probably get a treadmill under this you know, like under this thing, it's at some point too, so I can get more steps in, but like sitting down and being like stationary for long periods of time is not good for your fucking health, man. Exercise, go out, get a gym membership, pick up heavy shit, put it down. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll produce more testosterone. If you want to just like go in and, and like get healthy levels of testosterone, just do heavy compound movements, bench press, squats, deadlifts, stuff like that. Um, do it minimum three days a week. Make sure you get an adequate rest in between your uh, exercise routines. There's lots of shit on the internet about how to bodybuild and how to lift heavy weights and how to do heavy compound movements and optimize all that stuff. Go find it. So that's the second component when you're a young man. The third is going to be your nutrition. And, and some people right now are going, well, you got to talk about no fat and all that shit. I'm not talking about that bullshit. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it briefly, but nutrition is going to be the third one. And I'm going to put that one last. I'm just going to be honest with you because my experience, like my experience in my twenties, myself and my friends is you could literally go to the gym, go to McDonald's and pick up six fucking big Macs when they were 99 cents. You could get like $6 worth of big Macs, smash those things back, go home, roll up a fat J smoke it, listen to some pink Floyd and then smash bag back uh, bags of Doritos. And that was your nutrition. And you could still look really good. So your body has a way of adapting to whatever you put into it. I'm not saying put shit in your body. Uh, I eat very clean today, but had I done that back in my twenties, I would have probably been in better shape today. You know, if I'm being honest. So nu nutrition does play a role, but sleep and exercise, sleep, number one, exercise, number two, nutrition, number three. That's what I got there. Um, for a young guy, you're probably going to want to, I mean, it, if there's a handful of supplements that I could advise to young men, make sure you get an adequate protein. So if you have to supplement with protein, do it. Uh, you're probably going to be deficient. Everybody's going to be deficient in vitamin D if you're Caucasian and you live north or south of the tropics. 
So the Tropic of Capricorn and the Tropic of Cancer, one's in the Northern Hemisphere, one's in the Southern Hemisphere. You guys took geography, right? If you live north of the tropics or south of the tropics below the equator, you're going to be deficient in vitamin D. Vitamin D, it's called vitamin D, but today, especially in hormone therapy clinics, they're not calling it a vitamin. They're calling it basically a hormone because it's that important. Vitamin D is, very, is incredibly important in the production of testosterone. And if you're deficient in vitamin D, you're not going to be able to produce testosterone. Bottom line. Um, again, if you're sitting inside all day, you work an indoor job, you don't get sunlight, you're not getting sunlight in the wintertime, you're definitely going to be well deficient on vitamin D. So you're going to need to supplement with that. I'm going to talk about supplements in a minute. Um, those would be the main ones if you're a young guy and especially budget conscious. Again, like I remember, like, dude, like I remember being, you know, being in my 20s going, I want to get big. I want to look impressive. I want to look like Arnold. <laughs> Never got there. Um, and I need to eat calories. So I'd go out and like smash back, you know, the six Big Macs, you know, for, for, for a meal. Like you, you had to innovate when you were young and you didn't have a lot of money. I remember going out for like meals. <laughs> My uh, buddy had this girlfriend that he had for a while and, you know, he'd always bring her out and shit when we'd go and eat and she didn't eat much. And it's like, you know, we'd be sitting there at like 22, 23 and I'm done eating. I've smashed back my food. He has, and she's still fucking pecking away at it like a, a bird. And I'm like, you going to eat all that? So it was like an ongoing joke. Whenever we went out anywhere, it's like Rich would always say, you're going to eat all that? Because I was always looking for the extra calories, right? The, you know, like the nutrition part matters. Anyway, those are the three main things. Um, let me see what we got here in the chat. I, I see people are talking about vitamins and stuff. Yeah, here, let me get to uh, vitamins and supplements. And by the way, guys, testosterone is manufactured from cholesterol. Okay. So one of the big mistakes that I made in my twenties is usually I like eggs didn't really cost that much back then. They still don't cost that much today. It's a very good source of uh, protein. And I used to hard boil about a half dozen eggs. So I'd hard boil about six eggs, get them out of the shells. And I would basically cut them in half and then squeeze the, um, yellow yolk part out and never even eat it. Cause I was told at that time, that you want to only eat egg whites because the yellows contained uh, fats and cholesterol and it wasn't good for your heart and all that kind of bullshit. But the truth of the matter is you need cholesterol and a very good source of healthy cholesterol is actually egg yolks. So eat eggs for breakfast. You know, um, I used to eat a lot of egg salad sandwiches, uh, tuna sandwiches, you know, it's a decent source of um, protein as well. The problem with fish though, especially canned fish is you end up with like uh, fine levels of, uh, metals. Mercury is probably the main one that you got to be careful of. Um, you know, which you can check with blood labs by the way, but yeah, uh, here, let me throw up some supplements over here, but yeah, cholesterol is another big one too. Make sure you're getting sufficient cholesterol. Don't throw away the yellows of the eggs, eat them. Uh, make sure you're getting cholesterol daily because testosterone is made from cholesterol. Um, there's, there's good cholesterol and there's bad cholesterol and your doctor can explain all that shit to you with your blood labs. I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you med medical advice. Um, so here are the, uh, add to sups. So the unplugged alpha, do I have a banner for that? Uh, no, I don't. It doesn't look like I do. Um, so the unplugged alpha supplement line can be found. I'm just going to copy and paste this in the live chat and the testosterone support products are organized by filter. So all you have to do is hit this drop down and then filter down whatever it is that you're looking for. 
you don't just want to take the alpha T product. Okay. Um, it's synergistic with vitamin D and K and zinc. Um, let me open up the labels here because this is always helpful, but you want about 10,000 IU of vitamin D per day, and it has to have a corresponding dosage of vitamin K. Um, the thing with vitamin D is if you just take vitamin D caplets or a spray and it doesn't have vitamin K in it, it calcifies in your arteries and it's going to cause problems for you. It's going to cause problems with circulation. You could end up with heart disease. Um, blood needs to flow into your Johnson. If you have plaque buildup and calcium buildup in your arteries, you're not going to get a heart on properly. So vitamin K, uh, you, you need to take a vitamin D product with a vitamin K infused into it. And there's a reason why these two exist in this product, the Alpha DK product. It's not expensive. It's 34 bucks. All you need is two of these pills because they're 5,000 IU each. You'd probably need about 10,000 IUs a day, especially if you live north or south of the tropics. Um, again, you can, and you should verify this with blood labs. You'll also see over here that it says percentage of daily value is 625% because the government recommended da daily value is so obscurely below where it needs to be. If you like, honestly, if you came out of this pandemic and you're still taking medical advice from the government, you need to check your head, right? Cause there's a whole bunch of lies and bullshit there that you've been paying attention to. Um, super, super important. You know, super, super important uh, complex there is a vitamin DK. Get it. Uh, the other one is zinc. Um, one of the most important minerals that you're going to need, there's lots, there's lots of micro minerals, but zinc is by far the most important when it comes to testosterone production. You can get loads of zinc from things like shellfish, so oysters and mussels, um, Go out, you know, once a week, if you don't like making them, go out to an oyster place or go out to a mussel place and get some oysters and mussels. Like whenever you have the opportunity, eat some of that shit. I understand there's some people that are, uh, you know, have an aversion towards uh, shellfish. Fine, you know, find a substitute, but nothing has um, the levels of zinc as shellfish. So eat it, don't eat it. I don't give a fuck. Um, supplement facts for alpha zinc product. Zinc isn't that expensive. It's a relatively cheap supplement. You should be taking it if you're a young guy. Okay. It's like less than 19 bucks here on my website. So you, you're going to want somewhere between 30 to 50 to 60 milligrams of zinc. Um, the serving size for one capsule gives you 30. I take two of these a day. So I'm getting 60 milligrams. I'm not small though. Like I'm, I'm six, two and a half, 218 ish pounds right now. Something like that. Um, it also has taurine and malic acid and a few other uh, vitamins and minerals in it as well. But the alpha zinc product has a very high quality zinc. Um, definitely add it to your protocol. Um, and then the final one, of course, is alpha T, which is the main testosterone support product. Which has uh, tribulus, uh, chrysin, which is an AI essentially. Um, it's probably the most effective aromatized inhibitor aside from DIM and CDG. Um, you, you learn a lot about these topics when you get into therapeutic testosterone because you have to make sure you're managing estrogen. Uh, Dr. Anthony Jay's book, the um, it's called Estrogeneration. I did a podcast interview with him on my channel search for it, just search Rich Cooper, Anthony J, Estrogeneration, and watch that. 
because he explains all the environmental sources of estrogen that you're getting um, through things like tap water, food packaged in uh, plastic containers. Soy is a big source of it. Um, I learned that licorice tea is a source of environmental estrogen. So all these things, you keep piling them all in your body and they build up over time and you become more estrogen dominant. It's one of the reasons why you see a lot of guys today walking around with female breast tissue uh, and storing so much fat on their body is because they're generally estrogen dominant. And one of the things that you get from having healthy levels of testosterone is you generally have healthy levels of body fat as well, too. Um, it's not often that you'll that you'll find a guy naturally that's high T with loads of body fat. Generally, the fatter you get, the lower your testosterone levels go. So it's like a double-edged sword. I mean, if you're three or 400 pounds and you're obese and you want to optimize your testosterone, but you're having a hard time with it because now you've created this complex problem of fuckery in your body because of some stupid choices in your life, bad sleep, lack of exercise, sedentary lifestyle, shitty food, you know, you stack all those things together and then you're kind of fucked. And it's like, how do I get rid of the body fat? And it's now you've got an estrogen dominant problem. And then you compound that with bad food, with water. I've talked about this before, but a lot of women today are, are on birth control. They go to the bathroom, they urinate, hormones come out of their body, including what is in the female birth control, which is an estrogen. It goes into the water system. They clean it out of things like toilet paper, feces, anything else you flush down the toilet. And then they probably apply some UV to it or something. And then they send it back into the water system. And then we drink it again. And the problem with that is that you can remove particles from water, but you can't remove hormones. Hormones aren't particulates. Um, they're hormones. So toilet paper, feces, they can filter all that shit out. They can clean it out. They can sanitize the water. It's good to go. You can drink it, but there's estrogen in your tap water. Um, you need a five-stage reverse osmosis water filtration system. If you're drinking tap water, try to drink water that's from a filtered source. Britas don't do it. They don't fucking capture the uh, hormones. It's only going to be a system. It's like these under counter systems. They're called five-stage reverse osmosis. They're usually 700 to 1,000 bucks, depending on the complexity of the system. But it just takes water out of your uh, tap, runs it through a proper filtration system, and then you can drink that. Drink bottled water, drink contained water, whatever it happens to be, but stay away from tap water whenever possible. Distilled water is good too. Um, I do water treatment plant work and Rich is speaking the truth. Yes, I do not lie to you guys. I know there's people out there that lie to you. You always get it uh, straight and narrow for me. So again, this uh, testosterone support product, Alpha T, so it's got tribulus, which uh, is proven to improve testosterone levels, chrysin, which is going to reduce your estrogen levels, Tonget Ali, which is an effective testosterone booster, DIM, uh, which is an extract from things like uh, broccoli, cauliflower, kale, that also naturally um, reduces your testosterone, sorry, not your testosterone, your estrogen levels, um, horny goatweed, ginkgo extract, and boron, all essential for testosterone support. I would recommend getting all three of these. Okay, uh, just hit it, add it to the cart, go to the go to the subscribe and save option, get it delivered every 30 days or, you know, whatever frequency it is that you want. And make sure you're supplementing with things that support your testosterone production, uh, vitamin DK and a zinc product. All three of these. And again, that'll be pinned in the um, 
description below and the top comment. Um, I also run an ad in the middle of every video as well, which talks about it as well, but just go to the unpluggedalpha.com. Okay. So that's your supplements. That's your supplement. Yeah. Broccoli and chicken is like my go-to. I'm doing a lot of broccoli and steak right now because, um, I'm trying to lean out this summer. So do you guys want to sit here? Do I still have it up over here? I was going through some photographs to kind of give you guys some idea of before and after tea. Um, so nat be being natural with your own endogenous production. And then I've got a few photographs that I found here as well, which is after TRT, um, to kind of give you a little bit of insight on what you can expect. How do I stop screen? Stop that share. Let's throw the window up. All right. So this is pre testosterone therapy. Um, personally, I like, like the lean look, like the difference that I have today versus before when I was younger, when I was younger, they used to, they used to say, uh, your build is like a Calvin Klein underwear model, like basically lean ripped, very healthy, very low body fat. This is what I look like. Okay. Um, from 20 up till about 30, this is in my house here right now. And this is pre TRT. This is probably about 39, 40 years old or something like that. Um, so there's a big difference in the way your build's going to look. You're going to go from looking like a Calvin Klein underwear model to something that's going to scare children. Like there's been times where I've been walking, you know, with a tank top in the summertime and you're jacked and you're feeling good and you're going to get something to eat. And there's a couple of kids in the corner and they're like, holy cow, mister, you're huge. And it's like, I didn't get that when I was younger. Instead, I got, you look so lean, you should be doing Calvin Klein underwear model ads. So you will get a totally different build in your body from nat natural versus um, applied testosterone. This is also pre-TRT. This is the, I was going for the uh, Vin Diesel look. This is before the full beard and the glasses. Uh, but again, you know, this is all natural. I'm, I'm probably 39, 40 here, 41 maybe, you know, something like that. Got decent shoulders, definition chest looks good. You know, it is what it is. And here's a couple of back to back. So this is 29 and then this is 39. So this is a 10 year span. Uh, again, this is all pre TRT. If you want to see what TRT looks like, that's what it looks like. You just get stupid big. Why is it cut off? There we go. You just get stupid big, um, but not very lean. Like you can see before I was, I was quite a bit leaner. Like this is the end of last summer. Um, I'm a little bit thicker right now around the waistline, but I'm probably about five pounds heavier. Um, but that waistline to me, nat natural, again, this is like 39, 40 years old. This is last summer. Okay. Big, big difference, right? Personally, I'm telling you guys, stay natural as long as you possibly can. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with any of the fuckery of prescriptions. Like what would happen if the shit hit the fan and I couldn't get a prescription and my own body has shut down because I've been reliant on pharmaceuticals, right? Like that's a little bit of a problem, right? It's something that you got to consider something that I've considered. It's like, okay, you know, do I have some HCG to restart? You know, do I have some Clomid? Do I have access to a guy that can get it, to, you know, for me? I got a really, really good doctor now. It's taken me a few years to find one. So that's another big problem too, is, you know, when you have to start applying therapeutic dosages of testosterone, you're probably going to go through different providers. Um, 
most of them don't know what they're doing. They're, they're family doctors that saw an opportunity to make money and optimizing hormones. And they open up a clinic and they call it a longevity clinic or some shit like that. Most of their customers, by the way, are women, probably about two thirds of their customers are women trying to balance their hormones because they have a totally different set of problems that they deal with that men don't deal with. Like we go through something called andropause, which is losing 1% of your testosterone levels per year after the age of about 30, 20, 25 to 30. Women hit menopause and it's like hitting a brick wall, right? Like hormone changes completely at that point in time for the rest of their life. So rather than a slow decline, it's like there's just something totally different. So a lot of his customers end up being women. And he doesn't really put that much emphasis on the dude. Um, he only prescribes what's known in, you know, like the community, basic stuff. Um, I never once got a iron injection from my previous doctor. I never once got supplementation for other things that I needed that I was also deficient in. Uh, you know, that I found out through blood labs. So finding a real good doctor is something that you're going to want to do properly. And don't ask me for, for a recommendation. I don't know who's good. I don't know who's, who's bad. So I would ask around in your network, in your city and deal with it that way. Um, I may offer something like that in the future. It's a question that comes up a lot. So maybe it's an option, but don't ask me who to, who to deal with. I would, I would take a look at your provider. If they look like they know what they're doing, consider them. If they're not, like the difference between my prior doctor and the one that I use today, prior doctor, small, scrawny, you know, we kind of hunched over, said he was on a very small dose of testosterone, although I, I doubted it. Um, squirmish, you know, wheezy, uh, you know, encouraged me to take the... Uh, um, COVID jab. It's one of the reasons why I left his care. Cause it's like, you know, how, how is it that I feel like I'm more in control of me of this medical information and you're just kind of like winging it dude sort of thing. And it's like, I proved myself right there as well. So started out with that. And then versus the guy today who was a professional bodybuilder, natural bodybuilder in his youth, uh, in his sixties, uh, in far better shape, even though he's older than my last doctor, um, and obviously knows what he's talking about. So again, it's like dealing with anything else. You're going to have to dig through a lot of dirt to find gold. So is it, is it better to optimize your testosterone naturally when you're younger? I'd say hundred percent. Yes. Which brings me to another thing. You definitely want to run your blood labs on a regular basis, even when you're a young man. If, if I had at least annual blood labs, leading up to what I get every three to four months right now. I have a stack of them over there on my other desk. Um, I have to go get blood done every three and a half months or so. Uh, check all my levels. There's like usually anywhere from 47 to 74 different metrics um, that they track through the blood lab company. Everything from your blood thickness, to your um, cholesterol health, prostate health, uh, all, all your testosterone levels, like everything associated with bioavailable, free, total, SHBG, esterone, estradiol, um, then your kidney values, you know, you got to pay very close attention to. You go through all this shit. Now, I do that every four months, which I'm totally fine with and I'm, and I'm interested in the results and tracking it and seeing how, you know, my life changes and improves. Part of the reason why, like people are always like, well, 
how do you get more productive? How do you get more focused? Well, one of the things that testosterone does, it makes effort feel good. You don't feel like tired or lazy when you're doing something that's productive, right? So having optimized levels generally means you're going to make more money, be more successful and definitely get more women. Um, women can smell a low T guy. <laughs> they, they know when you're low T, they know when you're estrogen dominant and they really don't want much to do with you, you know, if I'm being honest. So, you know, speaking of that point, it's kind of important from every different angle. Like there's really no area of your life that will not improve if you're fully optimized as a guy. She's, you guys are going nuts in the chat here. What do we got? Um, Jesse says, I've had to change my diet to a meat heavy diet due to some digestive issues. Six months eating beef, lamb, bone broth. My testosterone came back over 1,043. That's awesome, dude. Um, there's a test that I just did that is a food sensitivity test. In the US, it's called an MRT test. Uh, here it's about 300 bucks. I don't know what it costs in the States. Um, but they check 200 different um, foods against the vial of your blood. And they tell you which foods are going to be inflammatory in your body which will probably make you fatter, sicker, you know, your joints not working so, so good. Um, you know, potential for disease issues with your immune function. You don't want inflammation in your body. And most people today are inflamed as fuck. Um, I mean, what is it? 70% of the population is fat now or obese or whatever it is you want to call it. And inflammation and obesity go hand in hand. You're not going to be living an optimized life in a body that's inflamed. So I'm checking this because, you know, to this guy's point of how he changed his diet, how you eat and how you and your, how your body responds to food is very different in your forties than what it is in your twenties. Again, like I said, in your twenties, go to the gym, have a wicked session, smash back six big Macs, go home, roll a fatty, eat a bag of Doritos, chill out, listen to some Pink Floyd. You see what I'm saying? Like two very different times when now today, like I have prep packs delivered to my front door where it's like pre-portion, uh, steak, broccoli, chicken, turkey grind, like all these different prep packs that I can order. I keep it in the fridge and then I've got a proportion meal with the right amount of protein, carbs, fats, and calories that I want for my age and weight and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, playing this game when you get older, it gets very, very complex if we're being honest. Another thing that I want to talk about since we're on the subject of TRT is uh, cardio. I can't emphasize the importance enough. I didn't do a lot of cardio in my younger days. Um, you know, back then, the extent of cardio was heavy compound lifts. I mean, your heart goes pretty good and lots of sex. Um, but I didn't do any like running or jogging, walking, uh, barely even rode a, a bicycle then. Um, definitely preferred motorcycles then today. I, I don't even have a motorcycle. I mean, I ride bicycles, um, quite a lot and I enjoy it, but cardiovascular, uh, exercise is super important and not at a high rate when you get older, not like at 160, 180 beats per minute, ideally doing low intensity, like long form versions of it. Like if I go for a, a 30 or 45 minute bike ride, um, I only breathe through my nose. So if I have to start breathing through my mouth, it means that I'm pushing too hard. And I know that if I'm breathing through my nose, I'm usually somewhere around 115, 125 beats per minute. And that's where I want to be. So the reason why I'm stressing the importance of cardio health is 
if you're not exercising your cardiovascular system properly, you're going to have issues. Like most guys have ED at my age because of cardiovascular health issues, bad diet, plaque in the arteries, all kinds of problems like that. Um, you can get away with a shitty diet, shitty sleep, and pretty much shitty lifestyle choices when you're 20. You can't get away with it in your late 40s. It's nearly impossible. Um, and one of the things that I got from my new doctor and um, a recommended book that I read around aging men's health when it comes to testosterone therapy is cardio is super important. Um, you don't do it and you just take your jabs and you go to your doctor and you get your blood labs, you're not going to be living in optimum health. You're going to have problems for sure. Um, so one of the things you're going to have to make time for, guys, I mean, if you want to look and feel good as an older, uh, more seasoned gentleman, you got to get your cardio in. However it is that you want to get it in, just get it in. Um, I already talked about labs. Um, we talked about testosterone feeling good and that you'll make more money. I definitely make more money when my testosterone levels are higher. There's no question about it. You take more risks. You are more productive. Uh, you're not scared. You're, you're more confident. Um, everything's better when you're optimized from a testosterone perspective, which is why I would say do labs at least once a year when you're younger. If you want to be cheap, spread it out every other year, right? But I would say get your labs done, you know, and at the same time, like don't do it in December one year and then July the next year. Do it like get it in your calendar every July 1st, uh, go get blood labs done once a year, all the main areas that cover male health. Um, one of the things that you're going to have to pay attention to is going to be organ health too, because one of the problems with healthy testosterone levels, even if you're an older guy, 60s, 70s, stuff like that, is um, we know that uh, androgens, you know, specifically, which is testosterone, DHEA, um, like all those, all those cascaded down hormones that come from the master hormone, we know that androgens are generally uh, toxic to your kidneys and in some case your liver for some people. Uh, but it's mostly kidney health. That's super important. And when people are always like, well, what are your, like, what are your testosterone levels? What are da, 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 all this sort of stuff? Um, I don't really care what they are. I mean, I, I know what they are, but what I'm more interested in is, can I have a, can I operate at this level and my organs are very healthy, right? Because it, like, you've got two kidneys, right? If one of them fails, you got a backup, but I've seen a lot of people die from kidney failure. Chronic kidney disease is very common, um, especially in older guys. So if you've got elevated androgens because you're on therapeutic testosterone or because you're super healthy, you want to stay on top of your organs. Um, you're going to know that you're starting to have, generally speaking, when you get diagnosed with kidney disease, it's, it's too late or it's at a point where it's very near to too late. So if your urine is cloudy, if it's foamy, like those are usually pretty good indicators that your kidney function is not correct. Um, those are the main ones really. So you should definitely include in blood labs when you run them markers for all your organs, your liver, your heart, um, you know, your inflammation markers, definitely your kidneys and make sure that, you know, your kidneys are designed to filter, make sure they're filtering properly and they're getting rid of toxins that are in your body and in your blood. Um, brings me another point, by the way, one of the, 
most uh, useful ways, like let's just talk about saunas for a minute because saunas are, are awesome. They're just awesome. When the gym sh- shut down over here during lockdowns, I, I bought a sauna. Like I have a sauna in my basement now. I don't use it because the gyms are open again. And I just like doing the workout. Sauna's already hot. I don't have to turn it on. It's fucking great. You go take your shower and you're out. So if you have access to a sauna, make sure you use it. One of the main reasons is, again, we live in an estrogen dominant world right now. And, it, and we're getting hit at with, with everything, with food, with toiletries. Like toiletries is another problem too. Like one of the uh, one of the products that I mentioned in my ad reel is Chad's. And it's a face scrub. And it's an all natural face scrub that has nothing in that toiletry that's going to reduce or cause a problem for your testosterone levels. Let me just pull up the... Uh, <clears throat> The listing is right over here. Yeah, okay. So how do I put this up on the screen? Stop. Share. Come on, StreamYard, work with me. So Chad's is, is something that's been running my ad reel, right? And the reason why I like this product, they sent me a sample, you know, before I even got involved with this company. 100% natural, doesn't do anything to disrupt anything in your endocrine system. One of the big sources of environmental um, estrogens is your toiletries. Uh, sunscreen. I don't have the sunscreen over here. I actually brought it out to bring it down from upstairs. But there's there's basically three different kinds of sunscreen today. There's um, the main ones that you spray on or there's oil or whatever. Anything that's not for uh, children, so anything that's, that's adult-based, generally has something called oxybenzone in it. And oxybenzone is an estrogenic compound. Okay, it's, it's going to mimic estrogen in your body. Back to the point of the saunas is if you're using natural products like, you know, Chad's face scrub or toiletries that don't have things like oxybenzones or anything that's going to disrupt male testosterone production, you're not going to have any issues with estrogen. But most of you are going to have issues with estrogen. So a sauna is a very useful thing. Um, your body removes toxins generally through pee and through excrement, obviously. Um, your kidneys get it out of your blood, right? So your kidneys will work or, or they'll function better if you're sweating out toxins rather than them having to fight through it to get it out and filter it out and get it out of your system. So sweating on a regular basis is a very, very good thing. Um, saunas are great for it. You spend 20 minutes in them. There's been lots of studies done, especially in Nordic countries. They love saunas there. Um, where tracking people that use saunas versus didn't use saunas, there was something, it was massive. It was significant, something like 35 or 40% decrease in cardiovascular disease and, and health issues. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely spend some time in a sauna if you can get into one. I mean, you should have a gym membership because you're a dude and you watch my channel and you should be using it, which means you're going. So why the fuck are you not sitting in the sauna after your workout? Don't get a gym membership at one of these places with a, a steam room. Those things are fucking nasty. They're they're basically breeding ga- brown, grounds for bacteria. Saunas are a lot more hygienic, even though they usually reek of BO because there's so many guys in them. But you'll just sweat, right? Make sure you sit on a towel, you know, go shower off afterwards. And, you, and then you shower off all that crap that's on your skin. Exceptionally useful. So, yeah, check out Chad's. You can go to getchads.com. And again, that'll be in the ad reel that I run in, you know, the middle of this thing. Uh, talk to Sana. Um, got a few more things here before we'll drop the join link. Uh, 
Um, I'm going to tell you something that more people will disappoint you when you've got healthy levels of testosterone. Um, you're, you're probably, this is one of the things that you're going to have to get used to. People are going to annoy and disappoint you when you're functioning at an optimal level and they're dragging their feet or um, they're just not anywhere near where you would like them to be, even though you kind of want everybody to win sort of thing. That's how I am anyway. But you're going to find that people will tend to disappoint you when you've got optimized testosterone levels. So I'm going to say that's one of the downside. Um, you're going to have more sex. You know, you have healthy testosterone levels and you're not estrogen dominant. You're definitely going to have more sex. Uh, there's no question about that. Your girlfriend, wife, your plates, whatever it is that you're running, um, by the time you're done with them after spending a weekend, she's going to have a hard time walking. Um, another downside is you've got to manage. Um, so, okay. So we talked about blood labs here. So let's talk about something that a lot of people bring up a lot of time, which is gyno, gyno, gynecomastia, I think is the long form. Um, and all that is, is you end up developing bitch tits essentially, which is what you see a lot of guys with today where they walk around with like, you know, female breast, breast tissue. Like they actually have like, it's like fatty deposits of like boob tissue there. Um, so you're going to have to make sure that you're not a strong converter of estrogen. Um, let me go back over to the sub shop over here and sort by estrogen metabolism. So these two products here. So if you're shaped like a pear, um, kind of skinny at top, more fat deposits around the waist and your ass and your hips and all that, maybe have man boobs, you're going to be estrogen dominant. You should definitely get a couple of products that help remove estrogen from your body. Um, I mentioned DIM in the testosterone support product. It's got, uh, I think it's got about 100 milligrams. So it's got a decent dose of DIM just in the testosterone product, kind of synergistically working the other stuff. But if you're more estrogen dominant, grab, grab some of this too. It's, it's also got an extra 100 mil as well. Um, you really can't take too much of it. I've, I've taken like five or six of these a day. Um, it's not, it's not toxic. I mean, it's basically made from like broccoli, cauliflower and like kale. It's like natural e extracts, uh, calcium D glucarate. I think if I'm pronouncing that right is the other one, calcium D glucarate. That's it, uh, is another effective, um, estrogen metabolizer. So you take two of those and you get 150 mils of that. Again, they're also available on the subscribe and save. Grab it. Um, Rich Cooper, I bet you did not know that polyester underwear lowers testosterone. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of things that lower testosterone. Keeping your phone in your pocket. So th these things send off microwaves, obviously, or Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, but it's EMF, right? Uh, it's an electronic magnetic field. They've discovered that if you put any EMF devices near your balls, then it disrupts the mitochondria and it causes problems in proper function, sperm production, testosterone production, all that stuff. You're not going to be able to uh, have yourself optimized. Let me show you some products that I like. Um, Defender. They should contact me because I use all of their shit. So I use this, uh, mostly products from this company here. It's called Defender Shield. 
Again, I'm not being paid to say this. I just happen to really like their stuff. Um, our technology. Our, so what do they have here? Summer sale. Where are the products? Blankets. Okay, so I have, uh, like, if you run a laptop, get a laptop shield. It's just a, a, a pad that goes between the laptop and your nuts to make sure that you're not frying your balls and causing problems for testosterone production. Uh, they're cheap, they're 114 bucks. If you're doing work on a laptop, it's a must have. Another one that I would recommend is on the headphone section. So I like these ones personally, myself. Um, these are the ones that I use, which are these guys over here, they're 79 bucks. Um, and they're called tube headphones and they also have over ears. I've got them both actually. The over ear is not too bad, but I find that these are a little bit more comfortable because the over ear uh, clamps over your glasses. So tube, tube headphones, I don't know if you can, if it's going to focus, I'll just pull it back. So tube headphones have all the, so all the EMF shit stops here. And then there's a plastic tube that the uh, sound, so there's a speaker here. There's a plastic tube, the sound just travels up and it goes in your ear. So there's no magnetic radiation. There's no EMF given off anywhere near your head. Just a preference of mine. If you want to go full uh, retard, that's the way to go. But definitely get the pad for your balls. Um, there's some people that go crazy and they get silver lined underwear, um, which protects your nuts from um, radiation as well. But then you're getting like right into the geeky weed stuff. Um, just like keeping cell phones away from your body, keeping laptops off your balls. If you're, you know, if you're running a laptop, um, make sure you've got that pad. Don't use Bluetooth headsets. Um, I'm, I'm at the gym. I'm, a, I'm one of the few guys at the gym not running headphones because I've tried running corded ones, you know, with a, a plug. I just don't like them. So I just listen to music that's on the speakers overhead. But most people are walking around with Bluetooth headphones and that's sending EMF signal through your fucking brain and your body and out. And I mean, their lawyers tell you that it's safe, but they also tell you to never hold the cell phone more than a certain distance from your head. Right. So if it's safe, why can't you just talk like this? Why do they tell you to keep it away from your head sort of thing? So you decide what it is that you want to do with that information, but it's worth mentioning. All right. We talked about water retention. We talked about estrogen. Oh, you're going to have to manage as you get older, guys, sleep apnea. Um, so I have mild sleep apnea, which is like snoring. I can't sleep on my back. If I sleep on my back, I'll basically wake up gasping for air. Like my body's like making me cough, getting me to gasp for air so I can fucking breathe. Because what ends up happening, especially, you know, if you've got a big neck like I do, like I've got a huge neck. I think last time I had it measured, it was like 18 or 18 and a half inches or something like that. But if you have a big neck, then you got a lot of shit in there. And when you lie down like this, the whole fucking thing when you're sleeping just basically collapses on your airway and then it prevents you from breathing. So I have to sleep on my right side. What I do is I throw a, a body pillow. And the reason why I sleep on the right side is your liver is a big organ. It's one of the biggest organs in your body. And it's mostly on your upper right side over here. Um, by the way, if you punch somebody in a liver, it's, it's pretty much a knockout shot. <laughs> I learned that in boxing. Um, but yeah, so the liver's up over here. You want to get them with a nice hook to the side over here. But if you're sleeping on your right side with a body pillow kind of through your body like this, then the weight of your liver is down and it's not on your lungs and your heart. So you can breathe better. Again, I'm getting into the weeds with some shit here, but this is some things that I've learned over the years. And I think it's important to mention. So sleep on your right side with a body pillow. 
if you sleep on your left side, then your liver is going to kind of weigh on your heart and your lungs a little bit, depending on where, you know, how you're lying there. So sleeping on your right side is far better. Um, I've got a CPAP machine coming, so I'm going to look like fucking Darth Vader with that thing on your nose and the strap that goes over your head. Um, but it's supposed to really improve your sleep quality, which in turn improves things like growth hormone production, you know, like your muscle repair and all that sort of stuff. Um, I do track my blood oxygen levels with another device, uh, which I don't have here, but, um, it does drop, right. And it drops when you start to snore or you sleep in the wrong side. And that's going to cause problems with productivity. You know, the next day, how rested you feel, what kind of rest you get, like your blood oxygen monitoring. I'm, I know this is going to get geeky again, but it really does matter that much. And if you're depriving your body and your brain of oxygen, your cardiovascular system of oxygen while you're asleep because you're fucking snoring yourself uh, to like asphyxiation where you can't breathe. It's the worst feeling in the world. I'm sure some of you guys watching this right now have had it before where you're asleep, totally rested out. And then like your body shudders awake, coughing like a total spaz because your throat collapsed on itself and it wasn't able to breathe. So your body shocks itself into waking up. It's fucking scary, right? So you definitely want to make sure that if you have sleep apnea and you can go do a, a, a sleep study. I did one back in uh, February. I can't see everyone's all like, oh, we admire the Canadian medical system. Let me tell you how fucked up it is. So I had the sleep study done late January, early February. The results took them eight weeks to get, which they should have had on the freaking spot. And then when you get the results, then they have to prescribe you a sleep apnea machine. I just can't go out and buy one. So they have to prescribe it to you. And then you get a government subsidized location where you only get access to one machine. There's, there's, there's no selection to choose from. It's the one that the state has authorized that you have to have and you can't buy any other one. So I'm waiting for that. That's, that's how rapid things work over here. So SPO2. Aura Ring tracks SPO2. The hardware is in there. The software update's not been done. Um, that's it. That's it. Let's see what else we got in the chat here. But all these little things, guys, they might sound nerdy. They might sound like a little bit too much. But yeah, yeah I'm in great cardio shape, bro. I'm in great cardio shape. <clears throat> you know you're in great cardio shape when you can bang a lot. Uh, to do, yeah, most guys today are pear shaped. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you guys are, you guys are pretty lively bunch in the chat tonight. Uh, thoughts on terkesterone. I've heard about it. Um, look, if there's, if there's studies that back it up as being effective, great. But the other thing that you want to check is Search for terkesterone side effects, okay? Um, there's a testosterone booster. I'm sure somebody's written about it or they're going to do it in the comments at the end of the video because they never watched the whole thing. Is that um, there's a herb called Fidosia agrestis, which is supposedly very effective at um, boosting testosterone, which is, which, which is proven to be, actually. Um, Vigorous Steve used a product recently that... Um, I believe had Fidosia agrestis in it. I'm 100% certain it did. And his testosterone levels uh, did very well, in fact. Um, so it's it's one of the ingredients that works. Tongat, Tongat Ali, which is a my supplement along with ashwagandha, 
along with the right minerals like boron, you know, support. All those things matter. Uh, Tongat Ali is also effective and stacks onto the others. But the problem with Fedosia agrestis is they found that long-term use can be toxic to some of your organs. So I had a call with my supplement company about adding it to my supplement and they didn't recommend it. They didn't want to do it. Um, so maybe for like a post-cycle therapy, if you're coming off uh, testosterone because you're a bodybuilder and you want to restart your nuts, uh, maybe Fedosia could be a good supplement to take. But you want to be careful with stuff that's that's toxic to your body. Like anything that's that's tested uh, to have long like long-term use adds to consequences. My advice to stay away from it. Like nobody's gonna care. Nobody is gonna care except for you if you're 1% body fat, you know, better than that guy that takes that supplement just because you add something like Fedosia to the equation. Just be careful with your organs, guys, is all I'm saying, right? This is all you get. You know, you fuck this body up. Like, trust me, you don't want to lose your health. I've seen a lot of people, a lot. I mean, I've seen enough people die over the last two to three years, not just as a result of the beer bug, everything that happened with that ecosystem with, you know, forced uh, jabs and everything else. Um, cardiovascular health issues, kidney issues. I've seen a lot of people die over the last few years. Um, and they shouldn't have if they were looking after themselves is basically what I'm saying. You know, it is what it is. All right. So let's do this. I'm going to grab the uh, link for the Q&A segment. But I am only going to post it to um, the Unplugged Alpha YouTube channel. So you guys are going to have to go over to the Unplugged Alpha YouTube channel if you guys want to call in and subscribe while you're there. Call in with any question. That's where the podcast is going to be living going forward. It's just, it's just going to keep things simpler, right? Episode number 48, episode number 49, one after the other. It'll be easy to find things in a nice organized fashion. Uh, so I'll pin that up to the top. And if you guys are watching elsewhere on the YouTubes, hit this YouTube link and you come over to the new YouTube channel, the Unplugged Alpha. And the Q&A is dropped in the top over there. Keep it simple. Added bonus. Uh, the chat looks like it's open because uh, I don't have that feature yet. So... Let's go to Q&A. You guys can call in with whatever question you want. Nothing is off limits. Uh, let's uh, chop it up. Before we do, though, I'm going to throw a quick ad insert in to pay some bills. So pay attention to this. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line, Grandike Soap Company, and Chad's Face Scrub. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients and unlike cheap supplements from China and plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics in your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is an easily digested bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by their various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop 
and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or just use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Men, I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine-lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Gentlemen, my go-to face scrub to keep this manly face clean and clear is Chad's. Again, it's incredibly important to me to only use products with all natural ingredients without nasty chemicals that disrupt male hormone levels or convert to estrogen in your body. And unlike watery scrubs that slip between your fingers, this thick face scrub with black lava sand gives you powerful results in one go. Visit getchads.com and you'll be redirected to the Amazon store you'll get 10% off when you use coupon code GETCHADS10. You can find all the links I've just mentioned pinned below in the top YouTube comment. If you want to learn more about why I endorse these natural products to my audience, search on my YouTube channel for an episode I did with Dr. Anthony J titled, Playing to Win Number 21, How Estrogenics Make You Fat, Sick, and Infertile with Dr. Anthony J. Let's get on with the show. Yeah, so we got a super chat here from Miguel asking about peptides. Any thoughts on peptide injection therapy, BPC? I'm assuming he means, oh, BCPCJC. I'm 45 year old, high testosterone TRT. A, a friend is doing it and he would recommend it. I'll tell you what, Miguel, um, I got a guy, his name is Jay Campbell, that has the most insane knowledge on peptides. Um, I have him scheduled. I have to check my calendar. It's either this Thursday or next Thursday for playing to win. Um, we'll bring up peptides for testosterone enhancement. I'm not personally aware of one that enhances testosterone, so I can't speak to it. Maybe there's one that exists that I don't know about it, but I'll say this. I've used BPC-157. I've used TB-500. I've used Melanotan-2. I've used uh, Ipamorlin. I've used uh, Epitalin. So I am familiar with peptides. Uh, most of those are either for joint repair, muscle tissue repair, uh, encouraging growth hormone production, tanning, or um, what was the other one? Ipamor no. Um, yeah, it's uh, joint repair would be B uh, BPC-157. So yeah, I've never heard of one that improves testosterone production. Uh, I don't know that one exists, but we'll ask Jay when I have him on. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, Cody says, my test levels were 181, but I have no energy levels. Erections are good, can grow a beard. Lab levels were shown as normal. So doctorate wasn't concerned. Dealing with heavy stress. Uh, 181 nanograms for deciliter sounds like it's on the low end, dude. Um, see, the, see, the problem with normal is that <laughs> the government defines what's normal. And as I stated earlier, Government's normal recommended dosaging for, for vitamin D is like less than a thousand IUs per day, which is not sufficient. It's it's about ten times too low. Um, so most doctors and uh, the guidelines that they follow are just stupid. They don't allow you to operate at an optimal level. So if you have no energy levels and you look young in that picture, you don't look like you're that old. Um, that could be a testosterone issue. It could be an iron deficiency. It could be a vitamin B deficiency, could be low zinc, could be a, a zinc copper issue, could be any number of things, dude. Um, usually low energies from low T, which you have 
and low uh, iron as well. Um, so if your doctor's like saying, oh, everything's normal and fine. Uh, no, it's not normal and fine, dude. I have low energy. Like, let's check blood labs. Like, what are we missing? Does this guy not know what the fuck he's doing? Um, just like, you know, do some, do some searching on YouTube. I have low energy. It'll probably talk about an iron deficiency. Did the guy offer iron labs to see if you're low on uh, ferritin? Um, that would be something, you know, to look at. You, like the point that I'm making guys is you can't leave your health in the hands of the establishment. We saw what the establishment did with the beer bug. We saw what the establishment did with, you know, rushing experimental things and putting it in a lot of people's bodies. Like we saw what they do, right? So are you going to trust a medical doctor that's got a thousand patients on his roster, you know, to, to ha like want to pay an intimate interest to your personal life and how you feel and ways to optimize that? You're a fucking number. It's like, okay, and go, you know, the next one and go. And it's like, that's what they do, right? It's a numbers game. So make sure that you're putting yourself first. Uh, let's hit Aaron here. We got a guy uh, named Aaron wants to ask a question. All right, buddy, what's up? What's up? Hey. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. So uh, thanks to your book. Um, can you see? Uh, just kind of position it a bit more. There you go. Oh, my God. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I read it last year um, amongst uh, your other books, and uh, more more than uh, its weight in gold, it um, I was in a uh, place where similar to yours, uh, thought about taking a permanent solution to a temporary problem, mm -hmm. and uh, was uh, kind of confronted by my wife that. She wanted to separate, and um, she she never went through with it. She didn't do her research. Mm -hmm. uh, she makes more than enough, and I don't carry in that. So basically, I, I just wanted to do a share on the thread of men complicate their lives and justify why. Mm -hmm. And I did my own kind of work on myself. And um, I had some concussions early in my childhood that I've sought out some treatment. And I've, according to my doctor, they've rectified themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm, so I'm just gonna talk a bit about that. Um, so it will basically decrease your mental health. And sometimes that's gaslighting. So, yeah. Okay, so let me just stop you for a sec because we're sure. kind of moving around in some different areas here and I want to keep this on, on point. Sure. What is the ask here? What is it that you're stuck on? I am uh, sort of kind of rebooting and I'm getting in a place where from a person who's starting at ground zero, where do I go to get back into the game of making bank. How old are you? And, uh, for, I'm going to be turning 42 this July. Okay. So you're 42. And what do you do for a living? I uh, I was a personal trainer, but uh, <laughs> I started right during the uh, pandemic before it was official. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it was not nearly as... Um, uh, 
the revenue wasn't what I was expected. Yeah. Okay. So you're back to work right now? Like you're working or? I'm, uh, I, I'll be starting work in September, uh, doing some actual, uh, treatment for our son who's in the spectrum. Okay. For the summer. So are you guys still married or? <laughs> yeah. You're sticking uh, it out for the kid. I'm, huh? I'm, I'm in the thick of it all. It's, uh, it's a doozy and, uh, and it's it's the train wreck, but um, so what is it? Complicated? Are you married? Are you separated? Yeah. Like where? No, nope, we're married. She's upstairs putting okay. the boy to, boy to bed, and I'm, okay. I'm on here talking to you. So all right, so, yeah. So so the question is, how do you get your life on on track finally? Yeah, and I come from a from a, a background where I, I finished high school, but I I would always start things and then stop and start and stop. And, um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm looking for a way out basically. And you want me to provide this to you right now on this, on this quick 10 minute call. <laughs> this no, is, I, I this is not, this is not, Hey, I'm dating a woman that's 10 years older. You think it's a <laughs> no. good idea, Rich? Like this is a different, different kind of problem. This is a big problem. No, but I, I was, I, my, my, my whole, um, I guess purpose or I was wanting to put a share where when men complicate their lives, I got married when I shouldn't have. And that really brought me to the problems in my life right now. Okay. And, uh, um, okay, so, so what's the plan to unfuck yourself? Like, what are you going to do to make money? Cause the thing that you mentioned early on was making bank. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you're not happy with your level of income. So yeah. what are you world-class at? Like, how do you monetize that? my my goal in the in the interim i i think is gonna at least get a job just to keep my head above water and then uh uh file for separation and then go into uh some kind of uh sales job either auto sales or that type of thing you're not playing to win with any of that. No, not in auto sales. No, no. not in any job. I mean, you're never really going to mm. play to win working for somebody else. Mm. Yeah. So it's... I mean, like you're asking how to make some bank, but I mean, then you're. It's like saying, you know, it's like when a chick says that I really like you, Aaron, but then she cries on your shoulder about Chad that she's banging. Mm. You know, you're such a nice guy, sort of thing. It's like you know, like the mixed signals. Like that's what basically what what is it you're saying is I want to make some money. I want to make some real money. Yeah. But I'm only going to do things that are going to make me basic ass money. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Well, need something in, in the interim at, at the very least. And yeah. Um, this is this is a lot more than a quick five or 10 minute conversation. My, okay. uh, uh, you That's know, in the chat. Yeah. He said, you know, book a call with Rich sort of thing. Um, I'm not cheap, but I'll, mm -hmm. I'll make sure you get your money's worth. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. It's um, it's a much longer conversation for you know for a situation like that. And it's like, how bad do you want it? Is what it boils down to. Because if you want it bad enough, you're going to find a way to make it happen. If you don't want it bad enough, you're going to find excuses so that it doesn't happen. So, you know, in situations like that, it's like, all right, if you're serious about it and you want to dive right into the weeds and get into the details, book a call. That's something that I would recommend doing.
Um, that link's in the description of the YouTube channel, in the top pin comment, and all those areas you can find it. Um, boom, 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 boom. Let's see what we got here. Apply for Super Troopers 3. Uh, let's hit Jordan here because I see he's holding a book. That looks like a nice book. Well, you you did write it. So, good morning from uh, Japan. Oh, interesting. Printed in Japan. So, Very good. So, your work has now been printed in the on the land of the rising sun. Very so good. So, my name my name is Jordan. I am 29 years old. I live in Japan. It's been more a bit more than two years. Mm -hmm. I had a question about what blood blood labs would be mandatory for a guy, like because good we, question. we we. We usually say blood lab, blood lab, but what it is? What do I go to my doctor? I want this, 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 this done. Yeah, they're, I would. They're gonna, they're gonna would, say, oh, it's X amount of money, and like yeah, I don't care. That's Credit fine. Card okay. Okay. So grab your pen. So you want to yep. do a male hormone panel, which is all your testosterones, right? Your free, bioavailable yes. uh, total. Okay. Um, you want to check your uh, DHEA. Mm. You want to check your DHT. DHT. All right. You want to check your uh, esterone and your estradiol. I'm going to have to come back to this video. There's too much, but yeah, continue. Um, then you're going to want to check your organ health. So markers mm. for your livers, for your kidney. Mm. You want to check your inflammation, you know, your heart health, prostate health, you know, because that's important. So if you have elevated prostate levels, then you could have uh, prostate issues or you could be having prostate issues. Um, if you can catch that shit early, it's very easy to solve. Right. All right. Same thing with kidney health, right? Like if you see your your kidney filtration rates uh, dropping or it's getting worse, that's something that you can fix, right? You know, if you catch mm -hmm. it early. But if you have like chronic kidney disease, uh, you know, if you leave it too late, then you're fucked. Then you're dealing with dialysis and your quality of life goes downhill very, very quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. So those would be the main ones. Um, they always check cholesterol, you know, just to make sure you got, you know, the enough good cholesterol and you don't have too much bad cholesterol. Uh, those would be the main ones. Um, if you have thick blood, you want to stay on top of hemoglobin and hematocrit, probably iron as well. So ferritin. Okay. And um, I would check for trace minerals too, for um, sorry, for uh, vitamin D levels, definitely for vitamin D and trace minerals as well. So like zinc and copper. Uh, and if you want to get anal to make sure you don't have, um, metals in your body then check for things like mercury too all right uh that, that was a lots of information i'm gonna have to come back to get all those noted down if if you could like make a, a list maybe or i'll make the list and i'll or just, send it to you or something yeah just pause the video and just play it back mm. and then you'll be able to jot it all down but those would be the main ones and i would do that at least once a year until mm. you need testosterone therapy if you want to take it and then when you're on testosterone therapy you're going to check your labs every quarter all right. right. That was my question. I hope it's going to help everybody that on this video. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. So if you're like, I mean, I wish I could go back in a file folder and be like, oh yeah, I remember 28. 28 was awesome. I was in good health. I was lean. I was strong, uh, banging lots, morning woods. Good. Like all the stuff is like firing on all cylinders. And you go back and be like, oh, it's okay. Cause there's all my levels at that time. Now, the interesting thing about therapeutic testosterone and managing your hormones when you get older, now you have access to a doctor and you can get prescriptions for what you need. So if you want to turn up the volume a little bit over here and turn it down a little bit over here, there's things that you can do to do that. 
Um, but having a nice baseline, I think would have been great for me personally. I wish I had that. I didn't have it cause I didn't really start. Um, I didn't even keep my blood labs whenever the doctor would run it. Um, randomly, I think maybe five or six years. And they didn't seem that interested in like, uh, testosterone levels. Then they only seemed interested in things like bilirubin for your liver health or, you know, if your good cholesterol was, was, was high enough and your bad cholesterol was low enough, like that seemed to be what they were a lot more interested in back then. All right, let's see what, uh, we got Travis in the house and see what he's got for us. Hey Rich, can you hear me? Yeah. How you doing, man? Good. Good. Um, so I wanted to get your, uh, kind of story on where you were at, where you, when you decided they needed to make the switch over to going on TRT. Mm, and if you have a, um, like a guideline or something like that for somebody that wants to do that. Yeah. Okay. So, that. so let me start this segment by telling you a story. So I was at, uh, my buddy, Jason Gaynard's event mastermind talks in 2009 and 10. I think I did it back to back and I was talking to a guy at lunch, Tony square jawed, very energetic, older than me. Uh, I had done an off-road rally with him a few years before, and he looked really good. And I said to him, I go, Tone, I go, what's going on, man? You're full of energy. You're looking good. You're jacked. You got you know pipes and everything. I'm like, you know, what's up? He was probably about 44 at the time. And he goes, testosterone therapy, right? I got hooked up with the doctor, blah, blah, blah. Felt great. You know, like everything's working really well now. Okay. So I made a mental note, you know, like I was in my late 30s at that time. And I was familiar with anabolics. You know, I got the world anabolic review in 1996 when I was thinking about taking testosterone when I was in my twenties, I never took it, but, um, yeah, so I was familiar. And when the time came, when I was going to the gym and I'm like, I'm lacking energy, I'm lacking productivity, I'm lacking focus. Morning wood is not as frequent anymore. Um, I'm not able to maintain muscle mass. I'm losing muscle mass. Um, I'm holding on to more body fat. I don't have motivation to do like an hour workout, an hour and a half workout. I'd go in there for like 20 minutes and just do some bullshit calf exercises. And that was it and leave sort of thing. That's when I was like, huh, maybe I should go check my blood labs. And, you know, I paid, you know, out of pocket some money. I signed up for a, 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 a longevity clinic. It was kind of like advertised as a, um, like longevity sort of health clinic, you know, for older people. Um, middle-aged, older people. And um, yeah, I got my blood labs and, you know, kind of started from from there. And we tried to make some tweaks to do it naturally for one or two cycles of blood labs. And I really knew why I went in there. I'm like, just give me the fucking testosterone. But the guy's like going through all the exercises to cross his T's and dot his I's and make sure that he's not going to get in trouble, you know, with his medical license sort of thing. I'm like, just give me the T, buddy, right? So after about a couple cycles of labs. I'm like, I don't see much changing doc. Like, let's just apply the T sort of thing. And that's where it started for me. And that was about five years ago. Okay. And where would you recommend somebody else kind of start all on that path? You're going to have to ask around, man. Yeah. You're going to have to ask around. Or is it based on like blood labs? No, it's based on, on, on feel. So if you go to a medical clinic and you're paying them for the service and they're like, well, it says you're in normal range, Travis, but but then you just tell the guy, look, I don't make wake up with morning wood like I did before. I'm not interested in sex like I was before. I'm not productive as I was before. I'm not as muscular and strong and I'm getting fatter as I was before. 
like something is is not right here, right? Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you turn up the volume on something like that. Some places just issue like a cookie coder protocol, though. Like you call them up. Where do you live in the states or in Canada? I live in the states, and I'm actually a yeah, chiropractor, so. so- Okay. So I mean, like you'll, you'll get a lot of cookie cutter clinics where it's like 200 milligrams of testosterone. They give you an AI. They tell you like, you know, your injection frequency is once a week and it's like the standard bullshit. Right. Mm -hmm. So that'll get some guys, some results and you'll feel awesome for the first three or four weeks because your levels like spike huge. Right. Um, But you have to be able to manage it over the long term, Right. So if you're a chiropractor and you're already medically trained, then you kind of know what kind of questions to ask and you know who to rely on. Yeah. So, so find a, a clinic that's going to be interested in like treating your symptoms and not just well, like looking at numbers. Like where, where I get that pa- patient interaction. And ask yeah. Well, that. you're going to have to ask them. Yeah. Like you're going right. to have to ask them how, how they work. If it's a, if it's a telemedicine clinic, if it's a clinic that you have to walk into sort of thing and meet with the guy, um, some have an annual fee, some have a monthly fee, uh, yeah. some pays you visit. Like with my guy, I, I just pay him for every doctor's visit. Um, you know, the scripts you pay at the pharmacy downstairs sort of thing. So it's not hard to get, especially if you're older. And again, they've got like a full like checklist of everything that they have to go through, right? Focus, productivity, libido, you know, erection quality, blah, 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 all that stuff. And it's like, if you're starting to show deficiencies and you're not feeling optimized in those areas, then they're like, okay, Travis, we can give you some of this stuff over here. What do you want a cream? You want an injection? You want a pellet? So on that, you usually do injections, right? I would recommend doing injections if you're going to go therapeutic testosterone because uh, pellets suck. You can get infections because they have to, it's minor surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not steady and you have to constantly get them done. Um, sublingual tablets, um, you're probably going to pass through the liver because it's got to go through your um, di- digestive tract. Um, whatever's not absorbed, you know, t- just under your tongue. So that's not the greatest. Uh, mm-hmm. compounded creams are very expensive and they're not that effective. It gets in your clothing, gets in your pets, gets on your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, whatever. Um, there's, there's one compounded cream, um, that my buddy Jay recommends where you basically have to keep your nutsack shaved and they have a compounded gel, which is 200 milligrams per milliliter. You get out of the shower, click, click, you put it on your uh, balls. You kind of let it, uh, you know, brush your teeth, do your hair, whatever it is you got to do. Five, 10 minutes later, you know, you throw your clothes on and what's absorbed needs to get in. That's the only effective cream that I've heard of. And Jay swears by it now, but injections are the cheapest, the easiest to modify. Like if you want a little bit more, draw a little bit more in the vial. If your levels are too high, take some out, right? Um, There's no Mm -hmm. click, click. There's no pellets, you know, that they have to stitch in or anything like that. So that's the way that I would go. That's the way that I would recommend going anyway. Cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. No problem. Uh, yeah. So pellets like trend for cows. So yeah, that's interesting because Trembolone was actually, um, it's used mostly in uh, cattle. Um, I don't know if they use pellets. I would imagine they probably use pellets for um, cattle though. But yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Like a lot of these bodybuilders today, a lot of anabolic steroids that they use, like I think it's called Boulderone, uh, which is an anabolic for livestock. Um, humans use that or not humans, but bodybuilders will get it from a veterinary clinic and they'll use it. Another thing that I've seen, uh, like hardcore bodybuilders use is, uh, a fat burner is called clambuterol. And a buddy of mine used to use this in our twenties when I was in collections. And I remember like he would be sitting there 
on the phone and and he'd be shaking like this, like jittering like a motherfucker because he couldn't keep still. Because that's what clenbuterol does is it just like jacks up your nervous system so that you're burning more fat just sitting still. Um, but they, but it comes in a, um, a large container with a, a pump and it's like a gel and you would pump it on the hay of like the racehorses. So the racehorses would then eat this shit <laughs> and their cardiovascular system and their lung capacity, because it's like a bronchial dilator too, kind of like ephedrine would open up and, and, you know, they could run faster. They'd probably be like twigged out still too, kind of like humans. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of crossover between veterinary and human use, especially for hardcore, bo- like hardcore bodybuilders, like even if you compete in my view, it's not worth it. I mean, you're doing a lot of damage to your body. There's a reason why a lot of bodybuilders never make it past 30 or 40. Um, we've seen some of them that even die in their twenties now because of all the shit that they're putting in their body. And somebody might say, well, Rich, you're using testosterone. You're injecting it. Yeah. I'm using 80 milligrams a week, dude. These guys use like 800, a thousand, 1500 milligrams a week of this shit. They use way too much of it and it causes all kinds of problems. Like you're getting into territory that, um, is not sustainable or healthy and, and your organs can't take the trauma that all this shit that they put in their body throw at it. And then it just shuts down. Like, um, rich, rich Piana, um, his YouTube channel is still up. You can go look it up. It says something like rich Piana 5% or something like that. He has a supplement line. He died getting his hair cut. His girlfriend was cutting his hair at like 44 or something like that, or 45. Uh, he was huge. He was like massive. You know, this guy, it's like your body can't take that. Um, and this guy made a living at it. That's, you know, it's essentially what he did. And if you go watch like interviews right now of Dorian Yates, who was Mr. Olympia back when I used to follow that shit, I think in the nineties or eighties, was it? I don't know. Um, he even says today in his interviews, it's like, yeah, it's not worth it. I'm not, I'm not touching that shit. I'm on a therapeutic dose. I like to do my yoga. I smoke a joint. Everything's good in my life. You know, I don't stress out my organs. I ride my bike. You know, the dude looks happy now. Right. But the guys that go hardcore, they're like, let me just lose that extra percent of body fat or, 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 or lose that 1% and gain five or 10 more pounds. It's kind of a mental disorder, right? It's, um, they say that anorexia is what um, people suffer when they never think that they're thin enough. And you see some of these people like ribs are showing, they're way too skinny. Um, there's another one called bigorexia that was coined in the bodybuilding magazines back when I used to read this shit when I was a young man. And it's like being overly obsessed with not, not being big enough sort of thing. Um, and that's where you can get in a lot of trouble. So you got to be super, super careful, man. Uh, Cody says, what is causing T levels to fall to where it isn't produced natty and guys need TRT? It's just aging. Um, it's, it's one part aging. Cause like I said, andropause is losing about 1% of your testosterone levels per year. And it usually starts around the age of 25 to 30 for most, for most guys. So there's a natural decline in testosterone levels in men to begin with. But then you have environmental estrogens you throw in your body, toiletries, sunscreens, shampoos, soaps, all this shit with endocrine disruptors, stuff that you're drinking and eating, soy, uh, food packaged in plastic products, um, estrogen, you know, like estrogens infused into certain foods, uh, certain foods that mimic estrogen in your body, like uh, I think flaxseed is one of them, uh, licorice root, uh, definitely soy, um, all of those compounded and piled on top of each other with a sedentary lifestyle, shitty sleep, low vitamin D. That's where you get this from, right? It's, it's, it's 
one part agent and the other part that you can totally control, which is your lifestyle choices. So, you know, figure it out. See what I'm saying? Uh, see what else we got in here. Uh, Jaren says, calculate your genetic muscular max and stick to those numbers. Whenever I go and carry more mass, I definitely feel it more stress in my body. Muscular and lean is a way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, hundred percent agree. Like, um, let me show you what the difference is. So where's my share screen share. So this is, uh, approximately, I'm going to say 193 pounds, uh, six foot two and a half and change. This is 218 pounds. Okay. I definitely feel better at that weight. You will feel better. You'll feel more, more healthy. Like I'm part of the reason why I'm, I'm doing so much cardio and I'm going to the boxing gym and I'm lifting weights and I'm doing all the walking. And I'm probably going to walk in treadmill over here is I want to get that, that leanness back to pre TRT days. Again, one of the problems that you're going to have with therapeutic testosterone is a conversion to estrogen and a little bit more water retention than your natural tea. For whatever reason, I was almost everybody when they go on therapeutic testosterone, even if it's just like a slight bump in, in dose, like again, I'm only doing 80 milligrams a week. That's nothing compared to what bodybuilders are doing. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, your daily production of testosterone naturally via your balls is somewhere between like nine and 20 milligrams a day, depending on how productive you are. Um, so 80 milligrams a week dosed is in line with what your body would naturally you know, produce when you're healthy. Um, so getting the leanness down to like, like a more natural look is something that I'm just working on. I just, you know, some people might say it's a little too much, blah, 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 whatever. I just want to get there. Um, so that's like 218 pounds. I should probably be down to about 209, 208 pounds. I would say that's what the goal is. So I got about eight or nine pounds still to uh, lose. It's not far. All right. Let's see what uh, Alan's got for us here. Alan Black. What's up, buddy? How are we doing, Nick? Can you hear me good? Uh, your mic's popping a little bit. Maybe turn down the level a tiny bit. Okay. Let's that's a little thing. bit better. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So I good now? Yeah. What do you got for me, bud? Okay, man. I uh, just wanted to ask you a question in regards to water, right? So you mentioned distilled water is um, also a good way to go. So um, I understand with water, um, the issue that comes with there's a lot of estrogen in water, mm -hmm. especially with tap water, you can get the uh, filtration um, system in the uh, in your like in your, um, your tap water that you use, right, in your kitchen or not. But in terms of bottled water, is it a good idea to use bottled water or is it? Yeah, bottled water is fine. Um, don't get bottled water in plastic bottles. Ideally, get it in glass bottles, which is hard to get. Most of it comes in plastic bottles because um, plastic is going to seep um, environmental estrogens into your water. Another problem with, with fluids, too, by the way, Dr. Anthony J talks about this in his book, Estrogeneration, is uh, a food coloring called red number. I think it's called red number whatever, like 30 or 40 or something like that. You'll see it on the label of red Gatorade, like any red colored sports drink has that food dye in it and that and that red coloring is estrogenic in the male body as well right so it's it's a good idea to go through dr anthony j's book to sort of just get all the details or spend an hour and watch the podcast that i did with him because we covered pretty much all of the main stuff from his book in that podcast and then just stay away from that shit so to the point of water uh 
bottled water if it's glass bottles, filtered water if it's five-stage reverse osmosis, or distilled water, which um, is just steam, which wouldn't have the estrogens in it. Okay, okay, yeah, because I drink a lot of water. And um, another thing that I wanted to kind of like uh, back up your point in regards to the like how you have to take care of yourself and mm-hmm. also with like uh, taking recommendations from doctors. So I, t- so I totally agree with you in terms of like how you need to take care of yourself and not always rely on what the doctors kind of say because they just kind of just following what they've been taught for the most part from a mm-hmm. convention standpoint mm-hmm. and everyone's body is different right and so like i used to have a blood clot uh say uh three years ago this was before the beer bug and mm-hmm. uh, this was due to like just being a lot of stress i was uh, lifting a lot of very heavy very muscular and jacked up and so my body was just very inflamed i was mm-hmm. also eating a lot of junk food um a lot of crappy food and mm-hmm. so um the doctor like i, I got blood clots i got like um how old are you man right now i'm 32. you shouldn't be getting blood clots at 32. where'd you get them in your legs or your arms my legs in your legs yeah yeah so i got in my right leg and i uh, had to go to the hospital all of that and they told me okay yeah you have to take blood thinners for the rest of your life okay so well, um, look, okay, so like one of the things that helps with your blood thickness is going to be cardiovascular exercise and drinking lots of water, right? Um, again, that's one of the reasons why I do cardio. I didn't mention it earlier is because I have thicker blood. So testosterone does add more red blood cells to your blood, which is going to thicken your blood. And you don't want your blood too thick because it's too thick. It makes your heart work too hard, right? So that's why they track hemoglobin and hematocrit. So if your blood's getting thick, I wouldn't, I mean, you should be able to thin your blood by doing cardio, drinking lots of water, and taking a baby aspirin. I would try to stay away from um, like pharmaceutical grade blood thinners unless you absolutely have to take them. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. I mean, it's just funny how you know, um, even like right now with the beer bag. Okay, I'm not gonna go too deep, but you know, a lot of people. I would say a lot of people. People are getting um, blood clots right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when they're taking a certain medicine and then the same medicine company is, is the one prescribing, prescribing the uh, blood, blood thinners. Right? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that, um, yeah, so not that I did not take the doctor's order. I just started doing a lot of research in, like, different ways that I can take care of myself naturally. And like you yeah. mentioned, drinking a lot of water, doing a lot more cardio. Um, Another thing that you can do, too, Alan, is you can donate blood, and that's free. Like if you, it's, I mean, whenever I go in to do a, a, a vitamin IV bag, so I go on every other Friday and I get a vitamin IV bag. You guys probably seen it, you know, see me share it on Instagram from time to time, but it's a 45 minute procedure. And then if my blood's too thick with my labs, what they do is they take the bag off the hook when it's empty and they put it on the ground and then they drain out a little bit of blood. And that's called a therapeutic phlebotomy. And anytime you dump some blood, it's actually not a bad thing because um, your blood gets rusty if it gets too old and if it gets too thick, then you can thin it out by donating some some blood. So if you want to donate blood, then that'll thin your blood too, right? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But the I- only problem with donating blood is you're going to have to deal with some fucking like wokeness and shit. Like they'll ask you what your gender was at birth. And they also don't use a nice needle. They use a very heavy gauge needle. It's like a... 16 or 18 gauge i think because because they want to get a lot of plasma out of your blood too so it's a big ass thick needle so it leaves a fucking hole in your vein so if you go too much you're gonna get tracks on your arms that's crazy man that's crazy 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a good advice for sure. But I mean, like, just like what you mentioned, just uh, taking care of yourself and yeah. exercising. And um, yeah, so like when I did a couple of research, I looked into a uh, different um, supplement, like natural supplement that is not pharmaceutical grade and that can help uh, thin the blood and whatnot. And um, yeah, I, just, I was doing that and just taking care, taking more care of myself, doing a lot more cardio exercise. So um, doing boxing and Muay Thai and whatnot. And yeah, the blood, the, um, the blood clots cleared up and, you know, I'm just, you know, like I'm still into boxing. I'm still into doing my thing. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if I, if I listened to my doctor and, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to take this blood thinner. Would they tell me, well, you know, you can't do any high impact exercises, you know, you can't, but you can't do anything that's high impact that can, if you hit your head or something, then, mm-hmm. you know, you could, um, have bleeding on your head because you're, um, I would in a blood thinner. Than right, a right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would not be able to do boxing. I couldn't like, I don't know, like if I was in a car or something and I got into a car accident or whatever and hit my head, well, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm pretty much done, but I mean, like it's called like a uh, hemorrhage or bleeding in the brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So like, you know, I, I just kind of did my own research. Of course, everybody's different. I'm not telling everybody, you know, um, like don't listen to your doctors and don't follow what they prescribe. Like everyone is different, but I mean, like you're gonna have to like, um, like naturally, we, like we're, we're always taking care of ourselves naturally before all of this, you know, pharmaceutical drugs came along. And yeah, try not. But yeah. See, the problem with the medical system is it's not health care; right. it's sick care. Right. They want to keep you alive but they want to keep you sick enough that they can give you as many drugs as they can sell you on a subscription basis for the rest of your life sort of thing right like that's one of the downsides of therapeutic testosterone is once you get on you know external sources of testosterone in your body as you get older you kind of need that for the rest of your life right i mean you can i'll 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 probably come off it at some point maybe i'll share the story with you guys i was talking to my doctor about it the other day when i was getting my getting my iv bag and he says, yeah, it's actually a good idea to come off like, you know, for a short period of time for a few months, let your uh, receptors reset, you know, see where your levels are at. You know, we can restart your balls with some Clomid and some HCG sort of thing and see what levels you get from there. He said, sometimes he goes, maybe like two out of every hundred of my clients say they actually feel better off T, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm sure it's, it's, it's probably not going to be the case, but, you know, to come off it and reset, you know, things like... You got to take control of your health, right? And you got to talk to people and you got to read up on shit. And definitely having a, a good doctor helps. Like it took me a while to find this guy. Um, so I'll be with him for as long as I'm here now. Like I like him. We've been talking. We've had breakfast. You know, we're going to shoot the shit a little bit more. Um, but yeah, find find a good physician that knows exactly what they're doing. I'm going to move on, Alan, because I got to take one more guy before I go. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Thank All you. right, see ya. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I got a guy here in the DMs asking about ED. His name's Merck. Um, let's add him to stream. We'll keep you a non, I guess. Hi, Rich. What's up, man? Uh, well, I, I wrote it out here. So I'm 60 years old. I'm in excellent health. I've, I've been uh, a fitness guy most of my life. Mm. <clears throat> and I've been on TRT for about 18 months. And I think this has been sort of like my, uh, I've been in decline for a while, but uh, I think the TRT was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling. You know, I, I uh, was chasing my levels for a while. And what's, your, um, what's your estradiol? You said your um, estradiol was way too high here on this message. 
well, I think it was it, high, but within lab limits of less than 162. Like, was it right at the top of the range? No. Uh, let me see. I just had my blood work done last week, and I think it was uh, uh, 99. And uh, so the limit for my age range is 162. Where do you live? Canada or the States? Yeah, I'm just, just outside of Hamilton, close to Okay. Me. Yeah, okay. So those are the Canadian numbers there. So I'm pretty sure that mine like mine says like less than the 168, you know, for my age. So that's definitely it. Um okay, so what have you checked into? Like what have you looked at? You taken Cialis? I've tried that, yeah. Uh and actually even before TRT, I was using that on occasion. Which mm -hmm. you know, it's effective, but it's lost effectiveness with me. Mm -hmm. So are you doing cardio? Yeah, I uh, I'm actually pretty serious with my cardio. I uh, climb a set outdoor stairs twice a week for about an hour. Do you use a D a vitamin D with a K infused into it so that you're getting the calcium out of your arteries? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, what else are we missing? You've checked your iron levels to see if you got that up there. Uh, I have not. Well, it's that's checked in my blood work and. I think it's good. I think if anything, it's a little on the high side. My B12 is high as well. But, mm, okay. Uh, what about like any other therapies? Like if you tried, um, like there's this uh, device called the Rocket. I had the guys on my channel a couple of years ago when they first launched the business. I think it's called the Phoenix now or something like that. But yeah, it's an acoustic I've, sound wave device. Did you ever try like something I've, like that? I've got one. Okay. And that didn't work for you? Uh, no. It Well, it was moderately effective but no so i've tried that and uh, there's you know with that you use a pump and everything else which you know it's pretty impressive after you pull off the pump but anyway uh do you do you use any um thing that improves nitric oxide um breathing through your nose is incredibly important i'm guessing because you're athletic you already know that though yeah i do although uh when i'm doing my cardio i'm I'm breathing through my mouth. I'm really try to gasping. try to get your cardio to the point. Like, I, I don't know if you caught it earlier, but when I ride my bike, like I ride my, my bike intense enough so that it's, it's, it's forcing me to start breathing through my mouth. And then when I start doing that, then I slow down so that I can keep breathing through my nose. And that keeps my heart rate right where it should be for my age for good cardio health. So that's just kind of like an aside on it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but anything that improves like nitric oxide production. So there's, um, amino acids like L-citrulline and L-arginine. Do you use those? Yes, I do. Um, beets as well are awesome for nitric, nitric oxide. So, I mean, it, some guys will keep beet juice in their fridge, you know, before they go for a slam sesh or they'll have like uh, fermented, uh, beet sauerkraut or something like that. They take a couple of spoonfuls of that. Um, you know, around the same time that you're taking the, taking the Cialis, there's a bunch of things that you can do, but it sounds like you're already doing a lot. So it just might be in your head, dude. Like, do you have something holding you back? Was it no. always like this? No, uh, it's just, I've been in a slow decline, I would say for about 15 plus years. And this, this seems to have uh, pushed me over the edge. And, well, I uh, hope it doesn't end for me at 60. That would fucking suck. Cause I mean, like I, I got friends in their seventies that are like, yeah, dude, I bang all the time. So well, I, yeah, you know, it's I have no problem. I was spinning, uh, spinning plates for you know, no problem. I just kind of I'm down to one now just because of uh, logistics. But is she hot? Because yeah. because I swear I was talking to my doctor about this too. Right, it's like he goes, I think a lot of guys have ED issues because they're banging chicks that aren't attractive. 
and they're just trying to play it off, right? Like their wife or their girlfriend isn't actually attractive. Like if you're in good shape and you feel good about yourself, like part of the things that, that make like boners work and, and, and helps, you know, Cialis keep the blood flow where it needs to be is that you have to be sexually aroused. So are you actually sexually aroused by this woman that you're dating? Yeah, I would say, you know, she could be hotter, younger and tighter, but no, she's a, she's a, a spinner and, uh, you know, she's a little There was more... a, um, you know who Tom Likas is? Yes, I do. He said something once along the lines of the best cure for ED is a hot young woman. Well, you know, I've considered actually, because <laughs> I, you know, I do a little bit of catch and release and everything, but I haven't closed the deal uh, with anything younger, but uh, I've had opportunities, but I've, anyway it's uh, okay Merck let's do this because I mean it sounds like you're already doing a lot that needs to be done which which leads me to believe she's either not hot or there's something in your head that's holding you back um you ever done any hypnotherapy no I have not I would I would recommend reaching out I mean if you got time and money um which you should at 60 is reach out to my buddy Ryan he runs a, a a service called hypnosis for men um, one of the areas that he's dealt with a lot of guys on now is, uh, guys with ED issues where it's not physical, it's in their head. Yeah. Um, so like he'll do it over zoom. So just go to the, um, website or just go to Google type in, uh, hypnosis for men. I think it's org if I'm not mistaken. And then just book a consult with him and see if he's got something to offer you. Cause it doesn't sound like it's like, it sounds like you're ticking off all the boxes everywhere else. My, my man, it's just like, okay, well that sucks. You know, why is that happening still? Yeah, well, it's, I, I don't know. It's it's a mystery to me because um, I'm fit and, you know, I, I still turn heads for, like, I'm close to a six-pack. I'm, you mm-hmm. know, I'm lean and built, which, oh, by the way, I noticed I actually got leaner on TRT than I was uh, prior. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm closer to a swimmer's body now. You know, did you Did you end up putting on weight when you went on therapeutic testosterone or did you stay the same weight and just lose fat? Same weight, lost fat. Although I would say that going on TRT, I got even more diligent with my fitness. So that might yeah. be part of it. And I've been uh, OMAD for for quite a while now. And it's mm-hmm. just out of convenience too. It's like I mm-hmm. still haven't eaten today. It's it's just easier to not think about what am I going to cook if you're only eating one meal a day, right? But uh, yeah, it's kind of a productivity hack. I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, I still do three meals a day because I like to eat. But um, yeah, I can see that as a productivity hack. But it, but dude, like it doesn't like you're doing everything right. Um, you know, you're exercising, your cardio's on point. You're taking all the right supplements. You're you're doing all the right things. So it might just be something in your head. And uh, I don't know. Maybe Ryan can un unfuck that for you. <laughs> okay. So and, uh, we can get onto the business of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do enjoy a healthy sex life, and uh, so yeah, who doesn't, right? Yeah, hunger, younger, hotter, tighter would be nice. But I gotta say, my girl is—I um, didn't intend for her to become a girlfriend. She was just a plate, but she's actually there's a lot of green lights there, so I actually value her time. But and that's how it should be, man. It should—it yeah. should be, you know, spin the plates, let the cream rise to the top. And if she's, you know, cornering you and being like, "Hey, Merck, you know, where do we stand? I really dig your vibe." Da da da. That's when you can make that, you know, choice if you want to, you know, get into a little bit something more serious with her right yeah i completely i and that's totally what happened is just she is she's earned her her position in in the roster make sure she keeps earning it though make sure she doesn't get lazy because chicks will tend to get lazy you know those 
they'll try to stop doing things that they did at the at the beginning and that's part of frame control oh yeah i did uh, i pulled a, a beautiful manufactured outrage a few weeks ago and i basically i tossed her out of the house when she got a little unruly yeah and man it's she's been on point for quite a while since like I scared the shit out of her, but uh, good. You, you also want to scare the shit out of her with your Johnson. You want to make sure she has a hard time walking in the morning. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, is in the beginning. Yeah, man, I really rang that bell, but uh, yeah, I, I, you could be onto something here. And uh, yeah. I just, I wanted to say is uh, uh, I got divorced. I think it's three years ago now. And mm. uh, I stumbled onto your channel and you're my uh, gateway drug to the red pill. So I was a, uh, 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 a uh, hardcore blue pill alpha, like I was betatized by a thousand concessions, and mm. uh, I stumbled onto you, and I've uh, you know follow everybody since then. So thank you very much. Welcome, but don't spend too much time consuming. Spend more time living. You know, once you figure out, yeah, the unplugging process, uh, there's absolutely no need for you to spend too much time and. Red Pill Town. Yeah, I. you know what? I've pretty much got there because I've read all the material and I'm familiar with it. And there's, you know, everything that I read, there's congruency between the different creators and everything else. And it's like, okay, all I'm doing is I'm hearing the same stuff from a different mouth. Mm-hmm. So I think I've got it and uh, I'm comfortable with it. But, uh, and I've actually helped to uh, unplug a, a couple of young guys that I am active with as well. So that's, that's good. And I think I've given out about 10 copies of your book. Oh, it's very kind of you, man. I appreciate that. And guys, if you've read the book and you like it, I always ask you to go to Amazon and leave a quick review and let other guys know what value you got out of it. It, it just, it just helps get the message out. All right, Mark. Thanks brother. Thank you. Ciao. All right. Uh, I went a little bit over today, so head over to uh, Jaron and Moff are going to be on stereo. Uh, Just search for Moff, M-O-F-F, on the stereo app, and they'll do some Q&A. Actually, speaking of testosterone and, um, you know, the optics of strength and masculinity, uh, Jaron's kind of built like a bodybuilder, and Moff is built like a powerlifter. So you can talk to two guys there about um, their experience. Uh, picking up heavy shit, putting it down, and uh, developing a dope-looking physique that uh, drops the panties. Guys, thanks for watching. Give it a thumbs up. Do me a big solid. Head over to the new YouTube channel, um, which all Unplugged Alpha episodes are going to live on going forward. Uh, It's just the Unplugged Alpha on YouTube. There's like 2,000 subs on it right now. Let's get it up to 5,000 with this episode and keep building on those episodes. I'm going to simulcast to both of these um, channels for the next few weeks still just to make sure everybody's notified and they know where the new content's going to be living. Uh, But that's it. Hope you guys have an awesome night.